Warning, the following may contain some sensitive content and language unsuitable for some viewers. Viewer discretion is advised. Welcome back, everybody, to another episode of Bonfire Radio. Before we get started, uh, we just want to say RIP to Chadwick Boseman. I know he has made a big difference in a lot of people's lives and to the communities that he's worked with and just everybody overall. So we put together a little tribute that we're going to play for you guys right now while we take a moment of silence. Thank you. I'm from Anderson, South Carolina. Finally, I thought of Ali in the middle of the yard. In his elder years, drawing from his victories and his losses. At that moment, I realized something new about this, the greatness of Ali and how he carried his crown. I realized that he was transferring something to me on that day. He was transferring the spirit of the fighter in me. He was, he was transferring the spirit of the fighter to me. He was transferring the spirit of the fighter to me. Sometimes you need to feel the pain and sting of defeat to activate the real passion and purpose that God predestined. Who is stronger, Black Panther or Captain America? Ha, huh, another great question. <laughs> Black Panther. <laughs> <laughs> God says in Jeremiah, I know the plans I have for you. Plans to prosper you and not to harm you. Plans to give you hope and a future. That's not true. <laughs> you all need to go. When I dare to challenge the system that would relegate us to victims and stereotypes with no clear historical backgrounds, no hopes or talents, when I questioned that method of portrayal, a different path opened up for me. The path to my destiny. When God has something for you, it doesn't matter who stands against it. I do as much as I can do. God will move someone that's holding you back away from a door and put someone there who will open it for you. If it's meant for you. How do I meet Chadwick? <laughs> you can meet me. Uh, outside. At the, you can meet me outside. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what your future is, but if you're willing to take the harder way, the more complicated one, the one with more failures at first than successes, the one that has ultimately proven to have more meaning, more victory, more glory, then you will not regret it. Now, this is your time. <laughs> So yeah, uh, just so there's no weird copyright um, issues, all the videos that or and audio that was used in that uh, tribute that we put together, those will be in the description. 
now just to talk about it a little bit. Um, we found out about 20 minutes after he supposedly died. Well, I, I found out, um, I know my brother over here, he sent me the text and when I looked at the, the articles, I couldn't believe it. I was like, there's no way it was, it's like, it's just late at night and it's, you're about to go to sleep and it's just like, whoa. And you don't need, I don't, you know, you don't even know the guy, but it's like, it was just, it was just like another person, you know, another person went on to glory and can't wrap really can't really wrap your head around it so as we were putting together this uh tribute it was kind of hard if i'm be honest but you know he made a difference and you just gotta keep going yeah 2020 sucks man they took kobe and chadwick in the same year yeah it just, it's it's like the black mamba and the black panther mm, that was good that's good. All right. So to move on to other things, have you heard of Sean King? No. You don't know who Sean King is? No. Well, okay. So supposedly Sean King is this black activist and he's like really out there on Twitter and Instagram and all this stuff. But ever since these protests have, um, ever since these protests have erupted a couple months ago, um, he has like kind of like been going radical, I guess you can say like he went on this whole rant thing on how we should, how white Jesus needs to be canceled. And he was calling for the Jesus statue in Brazil to be taken down. And because it's putting this false narrative narrative out there and blah, 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 you know, white Jesus is canceled white Jesus. So white churches are canceled and white this and white just, just to bring that race in it. And that's really stupid, in my opinion, because um, race is the reason we are we're having these problems. And I don't want to get into the whole politics of it. And, you know, well, these people are racist and we're built on a racist country, blah, 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 whatever. My issue with Sean King lies is when he starts saying we need to cancel white Jesus. Okay, first of all, we all know Jesus wasn't white. But we all know Jesus wasn't black either. He comes from the Middle East. If anything, he looked Arab. And Arab skin colors, just like Hispanics and Americans and anybody else out there, their skin color is on a spectrum. You can be you can have very dark people and you can have very pale people. So just the the concept or the idea behind Sean King saying that we need to cancel white Jesus. It, it pissed me off. I never really followed him anyways, but I knew people who did. And after hearing that, I was like, okay, that was dumb. Well, it turns out, and this is related to Chadwick Boseman. It turns out Sean King is being canceled now. And the reason he's being canceled is because he, there's this email leaked from him and he's using Chadwick Boseman's death to promote his book, to sell his book. So I'm going to pull up the email and we're going to read it. Okay. Number one trending on Twitter. It's great. That's an asshole. 
Uh, Sean King, this is email. Hello, my friend. I hope that you are hanging in there yesterday. I sent an email checking in on everybody. And just a few hours later, we learned of the death of Chadwick Boseman. Life is so very fragile, tomorrow is not promised. Over the past six years of the Black Lives Matter movement, I have traveled to 47 states, teaching, organizing, learning, and leading. And for all the six years, everywhere I go, people ask me, Sean, how do I actually use my life, my skills, my time, my energy to impact and change the world? My book, Make Change, is a 272-page answer to the question, It's not an autobiography. I tell my story, of course, but it's actually a guide to help you through this exact moment that we are in right now. I'm not here to promote a product. I'm here to promote a solution, an answer at a time when we desperately need it, need clarity. The book is available at every bookstore in the country, online and off. You can purchase it, purchase it, blah, blah, blah. And it goes on. Because earlier in the, the it's the transition from it. Um, he mentions Chadwick Boseman in the uh, beginning. Life is so very fragile. Tomorrow's not promised. Over the past six years of blah blah blah, and he goes on. I think that's just more of an, an acknowledgement towards his death, and then there's a transition. Of his book. I don't think it's not using his death to promote. I don't think the book promotion needs to be in there at all, though. His intent was to promote his book. Obviously, but, but before promoting it, obviously he's giving condolences. That's like if I was talking to you. Let's say that, you know, one of us, one of your brothers passed away, right? Let's say, and then I walk up to you and I'm like, I have an agenda. I have something that I want to talk to you about. But then first, I'm just like, you know, I'm sorry to hear about your brother. You know, life is very short. Tomorrow isn't promised. But now I'm not going to end up talking about what I want to talk about. Yeah, I know, but with something that just happened like that, I don't think it needs to be in there. Either give condolences or promote your book. I don't think both need to be in there, and I just feel like the transition was a little weird. The transition may be weird, but, I mean, he has an agenda. His agenda is to talk about his book, but at the same time, there's a passing of a very huge icon in today's society. It would be kind of weird not to give condolences. No, I also feel like it's just, I feel like it's the same as um, when people on Twitter, the people who are concerned about Black Panther 2 and how, oh, well, who's going to play Black Panther now? Uh, Is that even going to happen? Blah, blah, blah. And people are like, it's too soon for that shit. Like this guy, this man just died. He just lost his life and not to something, you know, that was like, oh, he was shot or killed. He lost his life to a disease he's been fighting for four years so it's kind of disrespectful I see it as this way I, I'm pretty sure that's why uh, Sean Key is under fire for it but I see it as like it's disrespectful to do something like that like oh well what about Black Panther okay yeah that might be a, a genuine concern for people but he's not talking about it. but yeah but he's promoting his book He's doing something that he will eventually make profit from. So by adding Chadwick Boseman there, I feel like it softens you up a little bit. But he's not hes not using him to promote his book. It'd be different if he was like, condolences to Chadwick Boseman. And then like, oh, you know, he was helping me write this book. Or, oh, he was a fan of mine or something like that. Then I'd be like, yeah, you know, 
it's a little too soon. Now you're really using this guy to push your agenda. I don't, I don't know. Honestly, who knows? But he gave his condolences and then he just promoted his book. I feel like it was a shitty thing of him to do. That's just that's just me. I feel like it was shitty. I don't. I mean, that's like if you're having a conversation with somebody and it's like, oh, how's your mom? Oh, you know, my mom actually just passed away. Oh, I'm sorry to hear about that. You're not going to keep your whole conversation about that. Obviously, you're going to break off into something else. You know? Like, you're not, oh, it's not like, oh, I just used your mom as a segue into a big thing of a conversation. Yeah, but if somebody's like, oh, how's your mom? Oh, my mom just died. Oh, you know, I'm really sorry about that. Tomorrow's never promised. By the way, make sure to check out our merch store. That's like, I feel like some, I just feel like it's disrespectful if somebody's like, dude, I don't give a shit about your merch store. Like, this something, like, this is something personal. So for him to be like, oh, sorry to hear about Chadwick. By the way, I have a book and it's on sale. But somebody, I feel like, I just feel like it's disrespectful. I feel like those, I feel like something like that needs to be separated. You either talk about it like one email and it's just your condolences and then a second email that goes out and it's about the book. But I just feel like putting them together is I, I think it's like a disrespectful thing. Yeah, I don't know. It probably could have been separated to ease tension. But I mean the fact that he didn't separate it, I don't find a problem with it. I don't feel like he's using this man to promote his book. I just feel like he gave his condolences. He said what he had to say about it. Okay, now let me push my agenda. Because I, that he's he's promoting his book. That's all he really cares about is just pushing his agenda. So, I mean, he was gonna get to that no matter what. But I don't know. But going back to that whole uh, Jesus thing, I don't know, man. Like, I'm not saying like cancel white church and all that, but I mean the Bible does specifically say that Jesus' skin was the color of bronze, and so if that's what it states. And portraying how, and that's not even black. That's brown. It's like caramel. It's, it's tan. It's close to black. It's not black though. No, it's not. But the, for me, it's beside the point when it comes to something like Jesus. And this is because you know we're Christian and stuff. For me, when it comes to something as Jesus, skin color shouldn't be important. And I get, I do get it. Why actually, people, the modern day Jesus that we see. Is actually modeled after a king or a prince. Or it was a prince modeled after a prince. Exactly. And so that's what we see. So if the Bible says that God and that Jesus is this, then portray him as that. Don't portray him as something that he's not. Yeah, I I get that. The don't portray him as something he's not. And that's why I don't have any pictures of Jesus and stuff because I don't want to, you know, be doing that, like false idolizing and stuff or whatever. Um, but when it comes to something like I don't feel like you are in any place in authority to cancel something like that, even to the position of calling for the statue in Brazil to be taken down. Like, no, that's that's just not right. I just feel that, like that's a monument. But I feel like I don't see that there's anything wrong with saying, hey, this is what the Bible says. This is how we should be portrayed. And if not, then I don't support that. But that's not even what he's saying. He's not even saying he didn't never mention the Bible or anything about how Jesus looks. He's he was calling for white Jesus to specific to be canceled. He never mentioned anything. Well, Jesus wasn't white. 
No, I wouldn't. No, you you don't. I don't feel like you. It's right to call for that to be canceled because also something is is you know powerful. Okay, well if I went around telling people that you're Filipino or you look Filipino, like is that not bothersome? No, it's not. But you know that you that <laughs> there's that guy at my job that asked me if I was Filipino. I told him no. And he says, I think you're lying, but we'll just go with what you say. Okay. But yeah, but like, I don't like when people call me Puerto Rican because I'm not Puerto Rican. But like, like, don't call me something that I'm not. But in the concept of Jesus, I don't think, I don't think skin color or race is important. I feel like if you as a white person are, is, are getting into Christianity or you are Christian and stuff and you feel that you relate to Jesus as a white man more then okay. And that's why there's such the big debate, but like, but that's the thing, but Jesus, Jesus is, but Jesus is only portrayed as white. Like, so that's the thing is that like a lot of people say like, Oh, you know, like it just depends on the area you go because you go to, um, white, or predominantly white areas, you're going to see a white Jesus. But if you go to predominantly Hispanic areas like Cicero, Illinois, the churches you go to, you have a tan, more Hispanic looking Jesus. If you go to predominantly Asian areas, you have an Asian Jesus portrayed. If you go to predominantly black areas, you have, you know, short hair, short nappy haired Jesus on the cross. I don't think that's true because I've never, I've been. You've never like seen that. it. No, literally the only black Jesus that I've seen in a church was actually on Friday when I did uh, work inside of a church. And they, these were white people that owned the church too. The only black Jesus that I've saw inside of a church. No, I've seen, I've seen, I've seen countless pictures of, uh, of black Jesus and I've seen black Jesus pictures in a church. It was. Uh, I've seen black Jesus pictures and black Jesus statues inside of black households, but that's no, it. no. Uh, you remember Grandma Dorothy's funeral? That church we were in, it had the the, uh, what's it called? It had the cross, the scene of the cross, like of him carrying his cross and everything that a lot of Catholic churches have, and he was black. The statue up on the in, in the front on the altar was black, and I remember because that was my first time seeing Jesus portrayed as black with short nappy hair and I was like because we were at the funeral we're supposed to be paying attention to the funeral but I was little so I was focusing on that and I'm thinking to myself like that's really weird that's it like blew my mind because I'm like uh do these people know he doesn't look like that but that's before I knew that you know so all I'm saying is Sean King you don't have the authority to call for uh, a cancellation of someone like Jesus. I'm sorry, you just don't. If people want to portray him as white, let then they feel connected to that. If they want to portray him as black, let them. If they want to portray him as Asian, let them. When you die and you get to the feet of Jesus, you go, you be, you're at the foot of the throne on Judgment Day. I don't think the skin color of Jesus. I don't think that's going to matter to God. I'm not going to think, I don't think God's going to say you thought Jesus was white. You're going to hell. I don't think that. 
It's not going to happen. So at I the don't, same time, I, I don't think it's important. It I don't think it's important enough to then try to, you know, petition against it and stuff. I mean, all that I'm saying is just that as a black man as well, I feel like when your entire life, if all you see is that Jesus is being portrayed as white, it's like you don't see yourself in that. And so it's like it's hard to uh, like pray to somebody like that, especially when in the Bible, the word it says that his skin was bronze. Okay, but it doesn't show that. I, I get what you're saying, and so it's like it's hypocritical. I you know I, uh, you're saying what I'm saying is hypocritical. No, I'm saying like from what the word says compared to what man portrays Jesus as, it's hypocritical. It's just like what uh, what like slave masters used to do to keep slaves in bondage. Like, oh, you should respect your master and this and that. Yada, yada, yada. Okay, they twisted the word. They twisted. Well, it's the same thing. Nobody's twisting the word here. They're just his skin was the color of bronze, okay, and I this okay, man okay. is portrayed as white in pictures. It's twisting the word. Yeah, you okay? You're right. I'll admit you're right. But at the end of the day, it doesn't matter. If it if a white picture of Jesus bothers you that much that you can't bring yourself to pray, then there's some there's something deeply wrong there. If 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 pictures of white Jesus on a cross in your church is enough to push you away from church, there's something wrong there. Christianity is not about the portrayal of Jesus and how things are, how they things look. It's about your relationship with God. And basically, how do you get to that end goal? You know, you being saved and you building your relationship with God. So the skin color of Jesus, if we're in a church surrounded by white Jesus and I feel that I can't pray to Jesus because he's being portrayed as white, that is a very deep issue that is that doesn't follow the the lines of Christianity. I agree, you, you, I agree with that. But at the same time, if it's a fucking duck, don't tell me it's a unicorn. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I get that. But you're not, this is something different. Cause you brought up praying. You brought up, Oh, I don't see myself in the man I'm praying to, but it's, well, that's the thing. Like it, it's something, it's more, it's praying is more deep than just, yes, it's, deep, know, it's deeper than skin complexion. But at the same time, it's hypocritical. If it says this, don't portray him as other than what he is. Like, if it's a fucking duck, don't tell me it's a unicorn. Because I'm pretty sure that thing is going to shit rainbows and fucking fly. Yeah, but to me, it just doesn't matter in the grand scheme of things. I get what you're saying. It probably it, it doesn't. It doesn't matter in the grand scheme of things. But at the same time, I can't say that this man is 100% wrong because he's saying that Jesus isn't white. I, I am saying he's 100% wrong because he's saying we need to cancel quote unquote white Jesus because that's not, that's not the skin color he was, blah, blah, blah. But, and I'm saying, no, you're wrong for that because if you're saying these people, you're, you're talk you're, you're the voice of people who feel like they can't practice their faith because of the skin color of a man. It's deeper. Your issues are deeper than that. That's something that all these people who agree with him need to talk to God about and get right about because it's deeper than that. If the skin color of how Jesus is being portrayed is stopping you from living your 
most Christ life like or Christ like life. And that's also your 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 shit out of luck. But that's also how you're perceiving it. I mean, unless you actually sit down and speak with the man and find out what it is that he's actually saying, then I mean, I feel like the conversation is is void. Because it could be what you're saying is that he's just totally trying to cancel it. Or it could be what I'm saying is that the Bible says this, but you portray him as that. And that's why you should cancel this. No, he's saying that the reason he was doing it is because white Jesus is another reason or it's another thing that's pushing the systematic racist narrative that we have in this country. I can see which is bullshit all around. Mm-hmm. I don't think so. You're te- because if systemic racism is that whites are in power, God is the highest power, then Jesus, his son, and his son is white, even though the Bible says that his son is brown, it kind of does push an agenda. Especially when, especially when this Jesus, this white Jesus, is portrayed after a prince. That symbolize that uh, symbolizes power, right there in itself. Okay, but to me, okay. So therefore, therefore, white people will always for it to be systematic racism. There needs to be, there needs to be laws that are in place that stop people of color from succeeding and being at the same position. So then, people. So then, why don't why don't we change Jesus to what he is described as? Because like I said, in the grand scheme of things, it doesn't matter. So if, if you were to go out and say, say, you know, you change your life, you want to become a pastor, you go out and you have a church built to preach at and all the pictures of Jesus that you put up are black Jesus, because that's what you feel. That's on you my relate own to account. Most, that's on your own account. So for these churches that are being built for these pastors and, and priests and stuff, and they decide what Jesus to put up that's on their account but that's if you why, don't that's like it then it just falls, go somewhere that's else that's why it falls under systemic racism it's not systemic racism systemic racism doesn't have to do with law systemic racism it does it, have to do that's it's, why it's systemic it's because it has to do with the, the name. law it is the system which comes from the law the government it's not it's not systematic it is systematic it's not. it falls into a system it's not systematic it is it doesn't fall into the system it, especially the, when we're talking about system, church and Jesus the, it's the not systematic the system is power the system is power. In order, you have to contain power. So, if all through the years, white is powerful, white is dominant, this Jesus is portrayed after a king, which symbolizes systematic power, because but, kings and royalty have power over everybody, it symbolizes power. Okay, so now, first, that's false in itself. All throughout history, white has been power. White is, that's, that's, far, that's far from false. Dude, all of the conquerors, European. One of the most, the most ruthless, dangerous, and the the most, I don't can't even describe them. Biggest conquerors there ever, that there is, Genghis Khan, Asian. Okay. So, he was Mongolian, I think. Okay. And if not Mongolian, he was, he was Asian. Okay. But. There have been Asian conquerors. There okay. have been okay. African okay. conquerors. Yes. yes, but look at this. It's not if, if I ask you what race are colonizers, what would you say? That's they're white. That's dependent on the the 
Western hemisphere of the world. Yes, that's where we live. Okay, yeah, we follow Western society, but just that statement that all throughout time white has been no, it's false. In this country, when have Asians ever been? And then, in if power? you want to bring when up have systematic India, racism, when have Asians ever been? In how power? did slaves have even Mexicans get here? The colon, the European colonizers didn't swoop by Africa and sweep them through the night. They were being sold. Yes, they were being sold by, by their, their own people, people. that yes. were in power. I'm, yes, I'm not ignorant to. So to it's history. not even. I understand, but at the same time, so that's that's where I'm having the problem. Where we're calling systematic, we're, we're saying systematic racism. It is rooted in the beginning of our time, and it's been white. No, if if the 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 monarchy in Africa, if they saw their own people as people, and they're like, no, you're not going to be slave trading us, then there wouldn't be slaves. Everybody, every single culture out there has sold their own people into slavery. The Hebrews sold Hebrews into slavery. So it's, it Greeks hasn't just been white power. It hasn't been white Romans power all Roman, throughout history. Romans had Roman slaves. Romans had other cultural slaves. Everybody has sold their own people into slavery. So it's not just... But you're, you're just missing the point. Bro. I'm not missing the point. Systemic racism does not come from laws. Systemic racism comes from... That's what it system. is. It's the system. The system is not racist. Nothing in the system today will stop you as a black man from succeeding and getting to the point that there is for a white man. I'm sorry. It's there's there's just not anything th- there's not anything in place that'll stop it from making it harder for you. I don't agree with that. What, I you're think, talking about I think two people growing up in two different neighborhoods and but no, that's not systematic. No, it's not the same shit, dude, because look, we came from suburban areas, right? We've never lived in a ghetto. We've never had to worry about uh, oh can I go to sleep tonight because there might be a drive-by? We've never had to yeah. worry about any of that shit. So we've grown up extremely privileged, right? But at the same time, that does not mean that I don't feel for, you know, other black people. I feel like they are uh, being uh, discriminated against and that I feel like there is still oppression because there was a time where I even told you, me, David, and Antonio, after uh, school one day, we had a half day. We were walking to Jefferson to help for wrestling practice. Stayed on the main road the entire time. We passed by Sunnydale Park. It was snowing. We had a snowball fight. Got back on the main road. We were there for like five minutes. Got back on the main road. Started walking towards Jefferson. There's a cop that flies past us. Slams on his brake. Turns around. Comes. Almost hits us and cuts us off. Right? He jumps out the car real fast, hand on his gun. Oh, what are you boys up to? We're going to go help with the wrestling practice. Oh, really? Because uh, there were suspicious calls, or there were calls about suspicious males wandering around the neighborhood. It's 1130 in the afternoon on a fucking Friday. Who's at home? Nobody. They should all be at work anyways. Suburban area, right? Oh, so there were uh, calls about three suspicious males roaming around the neighborhood wearing black sweatshirts. Dude, two of us have on gray sweatshirts. The other one has on a blue sweatshirt. Okay, yeah, and I, I he was fucking profiling us. And yeah, that happens, but that doesn't happen because it's a systematic thing. That happens because there's shitty people that exist in the world. It's a system. You can't thing, blame man. a few shitty people. You can't you can't blame a whole thing and call it systematic when no, it's just a few shitty people. You can't blame you can't blame a few shitty people. But at the same time, so these riots that break out in Kenosha, right? There was a pizza shop owner. I don't agree with the riots. I don't agree with the looting. I don't agree with the burning. 
You want to protest, protest peacefully. That's all cool. I don't agree. I, with, agree. I don't agree with any of the burning and all that stuff. So this guy was uh, somebody broke his windows to his pizza shop. And he's saying something along the lines of, really, do you want to get Trump reelected? I have a family to feed, yada, yada, yada. Uh, a protester said, sir, these people aren't a part of our movement. They're not a part of Black Lives Matter. And he goes, well, I don't know what to tell you, but I'm sorry. They're with you. Can the same shit, I mean, like, can the same shit be said about the KKK? Oh, you might not associate with them, but guess what? They're white. So, unfortunately, they're with you. No, no, no. I I agree with you. Because when it comes to Black Lives Matter, too, there are a lot of people who, on behalf of Black Lives Matter, are out there protesting peacefully. They don't agree with the looting. They don't agree with the, the criminal activity and stuff. But, but the, pe- the people that and are I doing the, the people that are doing the looting aren't even like they're not in Black Lives Matter. Attire. They're Antifa. Yes, but Antifa and endorses Black Lives Matter. And when it comes down to, uh, you, I, I was talking with Lisa about this. Uh, I think last night or something. We have own, our own family members who support Black Lives Matter stuff, and I know them. I know where their heart is. I know where their intentions are. So I know that there are good people within the movement, but when the founders and the higher ups in this movement are saying stuff that are, that's really fucked up and I'm really trying not to get into black lives matter because that's very, it's a very touchy subject. But when you have these higher ups that are in, that are part the the people who started the movement that are saying things like, who are being asked questions like, what about the two dozen kids? in Chicago and what about the kids every day in inner cities who are being shot and killed at the hands of black people and you have these higher ups saying well that doesn't matter what matters is, is police brutality and that's what I'm saying so for the guy to be like nah no, they're, they're like, with you they're to like, me all black lives matter man these people that are dying in Chicago at the hands of other black people that shit needs to be taken like somebody needs to speak about that too those two guys that died in Kenosha were white guys but I still feel for them they were there, a part of the movement. That shit shouldn't have happened. Oh, yeah, I get that. I, that kid, that kid shouldn't have even fucking been out there. Everything, I agree with you. He was 17 he, years old carrying he's getting, a gun. He's getting charged on, two mur- felony on, on, mur- on murder one. That dude, he should be charged. No, no, on, he's being charged on two felony accounts and he's being charged on. Uh, okay, well, what are the two felony accounts? Because one of them. I, sh- I didn't read, but. One of them should be weapons smuggled. Uh, Weapons smuggling. Well, two felony. It's two felony charges, and the the third charge that he's being charged with is uh, having a firearm or open carry with a firearm uh, being under the age of seventeen or eighteen because yes. he's seventeen. He need, he so he's being to, charged he on have, three things. He needs to have a legal possession of a weapon because he's not even old enough to own a gun. He's seventeen. You can't buy a fucking rifle until you're eighteen. So he needs to be charged with that. He needs to be charged on two counts of uh, first degree murder. He needs to be charged on weapon smuggling because he crossed state lines with a fucking weapon. He needs to be charged for not having a license to carry because you still need a fucking license even to open carry. And I don't even know if Wisconsin is an open carry state. It is, but you have to be 18. Okay, so then that, but then even there, yeah. Like, okay, so he should be charged on that. You don't have a license to open carry. There's so many charges that he should be, but I was watching the video because I watched all of it. I did my research before I wanted to speak on this. I watched the video. He's out there talking about, oh, uh, you know, I have my weapon because we're out there running into danger and I have to protect myself and yada, yada, yada. Yeah, he believed that he was out there helping patrol with the police officers. That's bullshit. Okay, yeah. Honestly, what I think they need to call these militias 
are gangs. Because that's all this They're shit gangs, is. especially Antifa. And for people who don't know what Antifa stands for, it's anti-fascist. But this group has publicly made calls to violence and like which is illegal in this country calls to violence to certain people areas of uh, they had meeting spots to burn down shit that's why trump officially labeled them as a terrorist group because what they do is terrorist activity antifa does not help anybody but then you but gotta, what i'm saying but then you have you can't be hypocritical on it then you need to call these militias terrorist organizations as well and, and, and i do and what I'm, I'm not saying going, I'm not saying you. I'm going saying Trump. Back to what we were. Trump first. needs to call these terrorist organizations. And I, I agree because there you do not drive over fucking state lines to be like, oh, I'm gonna go protect that Best Buy because that's what we have. No, you fucking drive over state lines with a loaded weapon that you're open carrying. You're not going to protect the fucking business. What is that business doing for you? Nothing. You went there to to fucking shoot somebody. That's those were your intentions. You can cover that with bullshit lies all you want, but your intention were to go fucking shoot somebody. You don't carry a fucking open weapon like that unless you're even even if you're open carrying. If you are open carrying in a state, you have that weapon on you to ensure your safety that if somebody comes to try to harm you, your intention is to shoot them to protect yourself. Same shit. You're not going to protect the business. What you're doing is going out there to fucking shoot people straight up that's what it is and nobody can change my mind on that because i know that if i had went out there with a fucking weapon like that what, what do you need a okay yeah i can for? see where it comes from because the kid was also 17 years old what you need to so do, it's not like there was any grown-up logic exactly going into what that. you need to do is fucking leave that shit to the professionals leave it to the police leave it to any military that's there okay that's yeah, what you I, I can see do. what you're saying if because... the fucking police choose to let people burn this shit down or whatever this is their fucking city it's not on you to fucking hike up to Kenosha, Wisconsin, from Antioch, Illinois, with a fucking loaded weapon at seventeen years old. I okay, I I I can't agree with that. But going back to where this whole thing started from was about racism being systematic. It's it's just not systematic. Ever since we're the only country in the world that has progressed to the point that we are in 250 years and i know a lot of people will try to call bullshit on that and say oh progress to what blah 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 there's all this shit that still goes on in this country nowhere else in the world nowhere else no other country will are you as free as you are in america black white asian indian hispanic so forth and so on second of all america was once systematically racist when we had slaves when you had the three-fifths act when a black person only counted for three-fifths of a person, when you couldn't vote, when you couldn't drive, when you couldn't sit in the same coffee house as somebody without being beat, bit by dogs, arrested, and sprayed with the hose. When, where if you cross from that sidewalk to that sidewalk, you were going to be tackled by the cops and shot. But That's still, systematic. But people still live in fear. And you, for t- I, I can't say that I can go out there and still not be afraid that I might not get fucking tackled or shot. Okay, by yeah, but that's just paranoia. It's not. Yeah, it is. I can I can say, oh, I fear for my life going to work at Chipotle every day because somebody might come in and shoot me. That's not systematic. That's it's not paranoia when this shit happens on the daily and you know that I want to become a cop. I I don't think that all cops are bad people. 
I think that yes, uh, there are a few bad apples. That doesn't you that doesn't stop me from wanting to be a cop. Because there's you can't blame the whole system when there's just when there's shitty people out I'm there. I'm not blaming well, I'm, I'm not okay. blaming the okay. law enforcement system. I'm blaming America's fucking system okay, because yeah, it's but, racist. But it's not and, and it I'm is. trying to explain. It's system it's systematic when there's laws and stuff put in place where it physically makes you it's physically impossible for you to get to the point. So racism just people. so racism just doesn't exist anymore. I'm not saying because that because of course because, racism because black people can vote, we can sit at coffee tables with white people we don't have to use the back door we can drink from the same water fountain we can use the same bathroom we can work at the same job we can go to the same schools we can marry people of other cultures so because there's all those laws now america isn't racist because the system has no more racist laws racism a belief that race is the primary determinant of human traits and capacities and that racial differences produce an inherent superior superiority of a particular race political system or political or social system founded on racism racial prejudice or discrimination i'm not saying racism doesn't exist racism exists there are people who are racist out there and i've you've heard me say this before you can't blatantly call somebody racist without admitting it yourself yes, we've all everybody every human pe- every human being it's called subconscious racism there's people who are subconsciously racist and they, they, they'll sit there and say, oh, I'm not racist because I have black friends or I have white friends. Yeah, but no, but no you like sit that. there I, and all the jokes, all your humor and everything that you yeah, get off to is sometimes, racist. Yeah, sometimes I'm, I'm not saying, myself. I'm not saying racism doesn't exist. I know it exists. It's It exists and it's well alive. I'm saying the system that we live in, we wouldn't be able to be doing this. We wouldn't be able to be voicing our opinions if systematic racism existed because there would be people monitoring what we put out as black people or just minority people at that because we're mixed race. And they would shut it down the minute it got out there because it went against what the narrative is. That doesn't mean that it's not system. There might be a, a narrative that the people in power in our country are pushing, but what we do as if you're the opposite side of those people in power, you're not going to be punished. Okay, for but it. here's my thing. It's not systematic. But, it's just there's shitty people out there. And yeah, a, a, there's a, a lot of police officers who grow up and become police officers because they're ex-military and they were raised in those very, you know, racist households. So when they get to these positions of power, the power goes to your head. But you can't, you can't, I'm sorry. It's just, I know where I live. I know that when I go out to the store or if I'm driving my car, if I'm walking on the street and a cop pulls up to me and he puts his hand on his gun gives a bullshit claim like oh there's suspicious activity in this neighborhood all that stuff i'm not gonna go on instagram like i'm not gonna pull my phone out and be like ah this is a systematic racism happening but i'm just gonna think i'm gonna say you're a shitty person you don't belong in the position that you are in because of your shitty ideology but i'm not gonna blame the whole system why because i'm allowed to walk out on the street i'm allowed to i'm I'm free we're free there's nothing systematic keeping me down. The only thing that can keep you down as a black person in this country is you. The shit you do for yourself. Like those people who grow up in shitty neighborhoods, ghettos and stuff, and their whole lives, they, they never get out. They, they stay in the same shithole their whole lives. Because it's and a they fucking, blame, it's, it's and they blame the system for it. No. You're not, because you're not given the fucking opportunities to even get out. 
that's not anybody's fault but yours. No, it's not. You have if the you're opportunity. Bo- if you're fucking to born into that, and you're not given the opportunities, dude. Look, there was a study done from Nikwa Valley in a school that was like ten minutes away. They took like four students, two from each, and they switched them, and they took the honors kids from the lower income school. Man, when they got to Nikwa Valley, they're like, we don't have a swimming pool, we don't have a computer lab. They were in math class. They're like, everything that we were learning in this class, I'm like three months behind on. I don't know any of this stuff. Yet. And that's not because, because they're not given the fucking not be, opportunities. That's not because they're not given the opportunities. That's because of funding for school. Yes, comes from the government. They but put the more Department funding, of Education. They put more funding into funding fucking police inside of a school than they're actually putting into giving these kids better education. Okay, but the Department of Education, they have a budget and they disperse that money across the board like they're supposed to funding from school comes from taxpayer money including property taxes so when you live in a neighborhood with shitty property okay but then if, and you, the, if you gentrify the area then you just push all of those low-income people into another shitty area so that you can make that and area that's my, better that's exactly so that that's exactly more, my point so that more privileged black kids more privileged latino kids more privileged white but kids that's can ex- all go but that's to exactly that my point why is that shitty area or why is that area shitty and then when you push the people out the that area that they go to it becomes shitty why is that that's not because of the system because and i'm not talking uh, for this, everybody yes, listening it, it is. for everybody it listening i'm not talking system. black ghettos i'm talking white trash trailer parks i'm talking uh, Native American reservations. I'm talking Hispanic ghettos. I'm talking any type of ghetto you see out there. It's shitty because of the people who live there. They don't do anything for life. Tony, if you became because if it's you the became, fucking system. Tony, if you became dude, this can go all the way back to the war on drugs, because drugs were purposely put into low income areas to keep low income areas to keep those people where and they you have the are. choice to buy the drugs or not. Nobody forces that shit on you. If I don't have fucking money, if I don't have food, you're in a very depressive state. I've been in a very depressive state before where, yes, I did start getting addicted to alcohol. Yes, I I started smoking a lot of fucking weed because that's the mindset. You can't get out of that mindset. But that's because that shit... That that's but those are your choices. The, those are your and choices. And then when you're told Tony, that that's you all become, that you're gonna be, if you become and you addicted, really fucking believe it, then but no, you're not gonna get out stopping of you. That's what I'm saying. It's just words. You and there are countless people out there dude. who are proof of being told they're gonna be shit their whole lives, and they come out not being shit because it's you it's, don't you don't have insurance to go see a psychologist. You don't have insurance to see a psychiatrist. You can't get fucking therapy. You can't get help. So you stay in a very bad mindset, and you know the power of the mind. Because both of us have been depressed before. If our family runs with a, a fucking cycle of cycles of mental illnesses. So you know what it's like. And when you're constantly in that state, there is no getting out of that hole. Okay, so what when about all the black people who have, or not just black people, but people in these shitty ghetto areas that have made it out dude, go to and these, become go, rich? Go to these ghetto areas nope. and I go to these ghetto areas and ask kids, how do you think you're going to get out of here? Either by rapping or by playing sports. That's the only way that they think they're going to get out. Yeah, and that's because of the shit that goes around because of within the those communities. System. It's not the because the system Tony, tells you, you. The system tells you, as a black man, glorifying the system glorifies black black men as rappers and as athletes. You can even look go go onto YouTube and find the fucking videos. Fucking Jared Kushner. Everybody was on there talking about. You know, there's a difference about, between the system and our society. It's all the same shit. No, it's not. 
do a system cannot work without a society and vice versa. So if we're going to blame people, what about those people who have made it out of the shitty area and have become rich? And we know these people who have made it out of shitty areas and are rich, they have the money to do it. How come they're not going back and helping their communities? Do you not see LeBron? One person. That dude has literally you named made, one person. That guy has. You named one person. What about the cities? Like Detroit. Their, their, their council, their board, all black people. What are they doing for areas like Detroit? I know Detroit's being rebuilt right now, but that's after how many years? How many years of just worthless money being put into Detroit just for sh- it's 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 what you do it's you per it's you the choices you make if you became a crackhead if you were addicted to coke and you go and live in this shitty area and then you have kids and your kids decide they're gonna get hooked or try coke or whatever and they do and you never get out of this it's you can't blame anybody but yourself and maybe it's because you think we have some privilege of growing up in suburban Illinois that I think this way, but you know how many times I've been called a coon, an Uncle Tom, a nigger, not a nigga, a nigger. I'm not saying that you have a wetback, a spick. I've been called white boy because nobody wants to claim me. And then the white boys tell me, oh, you're probably good at basketball. You know, in Jefferson and the gym unit. Every time we played, you know how much I hate basketball. You know I was the first pick for basketball every time. Yeah, people thought I was good at if basketball If I let too. that shit get to my head, I wouldn't be anywhere. But I don't. You got People got to understand, you got to stop letting shit get to your head and then blame everybody else for your problems. It's not blaming everybody. They, you blame everybody else. Dude, if I it, let all that it's, negative... It's the system. The whole year, freshman wrestling... Oh, I'm not going to name drop them, but you know, the two little kids who are like butt buddies, nonstop, nigger this, nigger that, you're nothing but a nigger, blah, blah, blah. If I let that get to, you know what I did? I said, fuck you. I'm the captain of the wrestling team. I have the best record there is right now. So what? I don't care. You got to just, people got to understand you can't let what people say get to you. And then you can't blame it on the system. And I want that to be a challenge for anybody listening. Try 30 days. If you can make it past the 30 days, try 60 and then continue on with it. When people say negative shit to, and this is for the people that this isn't for, okay, this isn't for the white people who have all the privilege this is for the people who are in shit situations and don't have shit going for themselves, apparently. Really, switch up your way of thinking. And every negative well, thing see, somebody tells you, every time somebody tells you you're not going to amount to something, brush it off your shoulders and say, I am, and then work for it. Because it's not just the mindset, it's also the work you put in behind it. I can sit here all day and say, oh, I'm going to be rich. But if I'm sitting on my ass not doing anything, I'm not going to be rich. It's just not going to fall into my lap. I got to put in the work. I'm talking about low income white people, too. The system keeps them down as well. I'm. So then the system is racist towards low income white people. 
Yes. Well, that's fucking everything up because apparently there's no such thing as racism towards white people. Yes, there fucking is. There's reverse racism as well. I believe there's reverse racism. Reverse racism is a stupid term. It's racism. Yes. Everything is racist. Anything that falls under the category of racism is racist. No matter how you spin it. It could be normal, air quote, racism. It could be reverse racism. It's still racist. But yeah, the fucking system keeps like trailer trash, if you will. By keep saying the system and by blaming the system, that's what people do to take the responsibility and accountability off their own backs. It's not taking, that it's way not taking when things the accountability go shit off of their backs. But at the same so time, that, if the government is in place, if we pay for the government, the government was made for us to control, not the other way around. So if we say X, Y, and Z that the people want, then the government should provide it. And that's if exactly people, how it would be. If the people if say people did the shit they're supposed to do, and that's why people put so much emphasis not on what are people the, we pay for the government. We pay their fucking salaries. Let me, let me let me the only way the government fucking runs is because of us. So what do you mean if we do what we're supposed to do? If we, we are do, doing we pay taxes, a majority, don't we? A majority of Americans don't vote in the primaries. They don't vote for shit like that. They don't vote for local government. People got to understand. First of all, it doesn't let's matter take it who's back in to, office. Let's take it back. It doesn't matter who's in office. No, it does. Let's take it back to fucking fifth grade. How does it Three matter? Three branches of government. Legislation, executive, and judicial. Taxpayers pay for cops, no? So do I need to elect who's a fucking cop? Do I yeah, need to they vote have for sheriff elections. They have shit like that. But people don't know that because it's not taught. Everybody, I, thinks, I everybody thinks it's just the president. And then... The president controls all. No, the reason some areas and some states do better than others is because local government. You need to first vote your area, your county. Then outside of that, vote your state. Outside of that, then vote who runs your... If if everybody did that, things would go smoother. But nobody does. Everybody skips... I'm not going to say everybody, but a majority of Americans skip over the primaries. So those little people that do vote, Yes, a lot of those people, are your voices. A lot of people don't vote, but this is what I'm so saying. So vote. But this is what I'm saying. And then you also got to listen. Does, but this is what I'm saying. It does not matter who's in office. The people, the government should work for the people. That's why I think there should be an abolishment of parties. I don't think that there should be Republican, Democrat, independent, third party, this, that, that. There should just be a one party system. One fucking party. Yeah. Fuck the Democrats and Republicans. And I believe and this that too. That. It should be people going up it on stage be. saying, here are what, here are my policies and you vote. And that's what they do, but they label themselves with parties. And that's what brings the division. But that's what I'm saying. But and then when, when you talk about Democrats and Republicans, then it's like, oh, Democrats want to take away your guns and this and that. And the Republicans are racist and this and that, yada, yada, yada. That's what I'm saying is that it shouldn't matter who the fuck is in office. Put that shit aside. Just do what you're there to do. Do what we pay you to do. And that's to listen to us and take action on what but we that's say. That's basically how it is. Who's in office is the they go up there and they say, these are my policies. This I want more gun control, right? Well, if that person is eventually voted in, that is what the people in, in retrospect, that's what the people want. So they are listening to the people. But what I'm saying is you're talking about taxpayer money and oh, more taxes going to this than this and this. That's because of blank 
policies. I'm not going to say parties, but when you have people up there who are promising 90% income tax, when you, you have both sides, but one side is talking about raising taxes for stupid shit. Like, how do you think that's going to solve the problem? You're already talking about tax money and the systematic racism. All in all, I, it's just, it's not a racist system. There are racist people. People are shitty, but the system is not racist. The system is not built anymore to keep black people down. The system's not built to keep minorities down. There might be sometimes, yes, because a person, a person growing up in the ghetto is of course going to have a harder time succeeding than the person growing up in average income, you know, six figure income, Jimmy, of course they're going to have the, the, there's going to be the difference in hardships, but there's nothing keep, there's no laws or anything put in place to say that Jerome from the ghetto can't make it to where Jimmy in suburban uh, USA can get. There, there's, there's nothing. I, I agree with that. There's no laws that state and that, that can't happen. Systematic. But that does not mean that their paths are going to be the same. Jimmy is going to be able to climb those steps a lot fucking easier than Jerome can. And also, just another thing to kind of put my point out there that it's not systematic. If it was systematic, you're saying it's the the government, the the people that are on top. If that was, if that then is true, then where was Obama in his in uh, in ministry for those eight years? How come none of those problems were fixed? Some of those problems only to worsen. And I'm not coming at Obama or anything. I'm just using him because he was the last president and he was the minority. So we're going to talk about the systematic racism. You had a black man, the people who are, who claim to be the most oppressed in this country at the highest position in this country. Yet none of that shit was fixed. Some of the shit got even worse. Like what? Unemployment. Unemployment's bad now. Incarceration rates. Still bad. Average income. Still bad. Deportation rates. Still bad. But they're, they've gotten better. All of those things I just named to you. No. Okay. Hold on. I'm going to play. Gotten it. better. I'm going to play this video. specifically explicitly rejected that idea he just said he'll stop further additional construction trump claimed as always that he is the one who passed the veterans choice law we'll pop, we'll pause that. Signed that into law. was that from the rnc yeah his uh his speech yeah, yeah. at the I, rnc I, 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 oh, you don't gotta the, i heard it the 20 plus he, lies yeah i i heard it and i i'm gonna admit trump and at the rnc stooped to some low shit thinking he can get away with the lies that he put out there as if people but don't fact but that's what I'm saying is that he says oh I've done all this I've done all of that no no no, no 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 but he has in there the, there's a there's the statistics to prove it that unemployment especially within black people is at an all-time low the average income the median income for uh families has risen especially for black people Incarcer President Trump just signed a prison reform. 
that people are just totally sleeping under the rug. Oh, but there's a there's an act that his he incarceration said, rates has has lowered. Deportation rates aren't anywhere near Obama. People forget that there, in Obama's an act, early there's an act that Trump said he signed, but Obama actually signed it back in like 2014 or some shit like that, and Trump just signed it to modify it just a little bit. Trump says that he's done more for the black community since Abraham Lincoln, but there was a president that fucking signed off for the Civil Rights Act and for voting. Yeah, okay, that shit like that that he says, that's just him rubbing his own dick. That's it's him giving getting okay, himself up. But then the, the but, wall, but, the but, wall. But, but, he said the wall. In total, only five new miles of the wall has been built. The rest has just been fucking modified. So you haven't actually built the wall like you said you were gonna do. Okay, I'm not talking because the wall, that shit doesn't matter. There's other ways that we can close up the wall, whatever. I don't give a shit about that. I'm talking the things that I named to you. You were just saying I picked that the specific be because those were things that got worse in Obama's presidency, but that have gotten better. And some of those things that I named are at all time lows or highs. So basically what I'm trying to say for my point is if it was truly systematic when Obama was president and his, uh, was it from 2008 to 2012 and some of his four years, it was an all democratic Congress or majority democratic Congress. In those four years, all the shit that apparently is systematic, it could have been fixed. Agreed? I'm not, and I'm not the one sitting here saying that Obama is the best president No, but I, I'm not. Okay, I'm not saying that I Trump is the best I president think, ever. What I think about Obama is that everybody was geeked that there was just a black man in office. And I'm not saying that Obama is better than Trump. I'm not saying that Obama is better or worse than anybody else. Yeah, dude, his numbers maybe. And I'm not trying to say that either. All I'm saying is that if it was truly systematic, when we had a black man at the highest position of power in this country, shit would have changed. Yet it changed for the worse. It didn't change for the better. Therefore, it's not systematic. And then if it is systematic and you want to go ahead and say, okay, yeah, shit changed for the worse, but it's still systematic. Then what side was Obama really working for? Okay, but shit doesn't. These riots and protests and all this stuff shit doesn't change in four years this 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 stuff didn't, shit doesn't change in eight years this stuff didn't pop off when obama was president obama even said like five years ago and i think he knew because the government yeah, always he's the talking government, about getting ready for the next pandemic yes. and being a virus and we need to start working on a vaccine yes yeah, but, but trump loves to say oh the obama administration didn't have anything in place when they actually did trump says shit to get off to it. I know but that. That's what I'm saying is that like, but I'm saying when it comes down to statistics and when it comes down just to the facts of things. Okay. But that's it's a, not, it's, it's, it's not that, a systematic that's what, thing. That's it's what I'm not, saying is that the shit that you see now didn't pop off when Obama was president, Mike Pence and Trump and everybody during this fucking convention were saying, Oh, what thing, what, what shit didn't pop off? None of these riots or anything. Yes. Dude. The Michael Brown riots. The, the protesting for Trayvon Martin, that kind of, that shit did pop off in Obama's presidency. Black Lives Matter there was started. One, there was and, one riot when, and that was the Ferguson riot, and it fucking died down fairly quickly. Yes, but this, it did start in Obama's presidency. All that shit started, and, well, he didn't do anything to fix it. And you can't use the argument that, oh, it doesn't, stuff doesn't just change in four years. I'm not saying stuff doesn't change in four years. A lot of stuff can change in a matter of a year. A lot of stuff can change. 
I'm not saying any of that. You're the one that's saying that. Or trying to put those words into my mouth. Okay, I'm not I trying to not, put those words in your mouth. I didn't say any of that. Stuff. I'm not trying to put those words in your mouth. I'm just simply quoting things that I've heard people say before. Okay, but that people that. try to discredit and I'm, the I'm, stuff that's happened I'm in not the last four years. Anything. All I'm saying is that you saw the shit when those uh, riots and stuff were happening in one of the Carolinas with all those neo Nazis and stuff. The, the Charlottesville. Yeah, Charlottesville. And Trump was like, oh, those are fine people. He wasn't talking about the, the neo-Nazis and stuff. If you watch the whole clip, he denounces those people. And he says that, those, he talks about how those people were bad and those don't represent. When he said there were good people, he said there were good people. There were, there were good people there on both sides. He was talking about the people who were protesting against the, the Confederate monument. And he was talking about the people who were there in favor of it, but were there peacefully. Then he talked about how he doesn't condone white supremacy, neo-Nazis, anything racist of that sort. He, he says it. Okay, so I'll give you that one because I haven't seen the full clip. And so I'll, I'll admit when I'm wrong. And it's not so, like I just heard, you know, somebody like Stephen Crowder say this. When I got into that argument with Sean at dinner. And she says, he's never denounced white supremacy. And I go, yeah, he has over about at the time. I said, there's about 14 clips of him denouncing it. I pulled up that one specifically because that's the one she was talking about. And she watched the full clip and it throws my phone back and he goes, oh, well, that's a bad man. So. Okay. So, okay. I'll, I'll take my loss on that one. Okay. I'll give, I'll take my loss like a man because I haven't seen the full clip, but at the same time, if you are in power, and so there was that uh like HBO interview or whatever, some British guy was uh, interviewing Trump, and he asked, "Have you sat down with a Black Lives Matter person? Have you spoken to them? You know that stuff." And Trump said, "No." Well, the response was, "Why not?" Oh, because no one has reached out to me. Do you not think that it'd probably be a good idea to reach out? To someone because there's a lot of people out there speaking on it. I'll give you I, I will give you that. He can reach out to somebody and still be rejected instead of just sitting and waiting and then trying to put the blame on them and be like, oh, well, they don't want to talk to me. Okay, he can but, try reaching but, out. But I, then, I do, but I do then, give you but that. But then you have more credibility to be like, well, I reached out, but no one has responded. I, I do give you that. You know? So there's something that he can do. And like I, I like oh, I said, on. I'm not done. So that's something that he can do. In his convention, he was talking about Biden and stuff, and he started talking about people in the minority community. And he says, oh, Biden says that we need to give them the power back. Who's them? That creates a divide right there in itself. Because now you're talking about they versus them. I'm not even going to get into who they are. But that creates a divide. When you put the they versus them, there's a divide there. So that's what I'm saying is that, like, there's all this different stuff on his Twitter. Anything that you see on Twitter that results in these in this movement, and I'm putting quotes because I don't feel like the riots are part of the movement. That's all he speaks about are the riots, but he doesn't speak about the protest or, you know, like, I understand where you're coming from or, you know, or speak positive about the Black Lives Matter protest. He only speaks about the riots and that creates a divide instead of trying to create some unity. Like, hey, let me sit down with some with some of you. Let me understand where you're coming from. Let me hear you. Let me see what we can do. Let's try to work it out. It's just attacking the riots. 
I just want to say all my points I'm coming from today are not in support or favor for Trump. And I will say that because uh, recently people have been spilling um, or putting out there that Trump, I haven't seen anything like specifically, but Trump has been speculated to be on uh, Jeffrey Epstein's fly log. And I don't fuck with pedophiles. I really don't. It, it, It disgusts me. And those are the scum of the earth. So for the idea that Trump has been on that flight log into the island, it's real sketchy. Um, and Trump, he's 70 some years old. He says a lot of stupid shit. I, I'll admit that. Um, so nothing that, I, his age nothing that I say. That's like saying, support that's like or saying favor for Trump. Biden is old and he has dementia or something like that. So. So let's give him a pardon because he says a lot of no, 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 shit. I'm not giving him a pardon. I'm saying I'm not saying anything in support or favor for Trump. The reason I bring up the reason that I bring up Trump in my arguments is because that's who our current president is and that's what all this shit all the all the stuff that goes on or all the laws and stuff goes through his administration. So if I say anything that sounds like that's in favor of him, no, it's not in favor of him. And also my position politically is based off of policies such as uh, tax rates and um, uh, security for the country and uh, abortion and stuff like that. My side comes from those things. Um, but I, I, I'm just going to have to agree to disagree with you on this one because I don't think this country is systematically racist. I do think there are racist people in this country. And I do think there are racist people that are in positions of power in this country. But I don't think this country is systematically racism or racist. Because my, my thing is, if it, if it was equal, as we all say, it's equal. Then I shouldn't I should be able to read. I'm not saying I can't reach the same level of success as a white person, but it shouldn't be two times as hard for me to get there when, and I'm not saying it's like that for every single white person. That's not called equality. That's called, uh, equity. It's, it's equitable. That means if everything was equitable, not equal, but if if, that means you would be giving the same, you would be given the same opportunities and the same, uh, the same everything as, the next person. So basically we're trying to look over a fence, right? But it's, it's not because this goes back to one of our earlier episodes. When I asked you, no, 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 if, no, you, but if, it you're, is. if you're, if you're uh, an employer and you see an application, one says Jimmy, one says Tyrone, and you only have one spot left, which applicant are you more likely to interview? Jimmy or Tyrone? That depends on the person. And that gets back to me where there's just shitty people out there. Cause I know if I was the, the employer, I'm reading the whole application because Jimmy might, this might be his first job, but Tyrone might, this might be his fifth job and he's got a shit ton of experience. So if you're just looking at the names, that makes you a shitty person. And that goes back to my point. The point that I'm trying to say is that there's shitty people out there. Okay. So then, I just, it doesn't make sense to me because then there's even a case, right? There's two kids. 
They're both the same age. One was black, one was white. Both had the exact same felony charge. Both have been to jail the exact same number of times. And uh, I think both have like had a recidivism rate of exactly the same. They had the exact same judge. The white kid got like five months and the black kid got like five years. And it was both on the same charge. So, I mean, just to say that there's some shitty people out there. Yes, there are shitty people out there, but at the same time, I think it's something a lot deeper. There's even a show on Netflix called 100 Humans. They did a test. Uh, It was a shooting test. You were getting time, and you're supposed to shoot the people that have a gun. Don't shoot the person that has the cell phone, right? So they run the test one time with with three people. Please let me guess. You know where it's going. Yeah. You know where it's going. But the first it's time, it's like two white people and an Asian. And they just like pop out. One from behind a bus, one from behind a tree, so forth. Right? Then they do the experiment where it's a white guy and a black guy. The black guy is the producer on the show. He's very friendly to everybody. He's made sure he's made contact with everybody at least once. Everybody is very friendly with him. Everybody knows him. They gave him the cell phone. And I'm talking about, this goes for, like, pretty much almost every single contestant. Black, white, uh, Latino, Asian. They all shot the black guy that had the cell phone. And so, like, I think it just, it goes into somewhere deeper. There's studies showing in psychology, the ragdoll experiment. You ask a child, which doll is the good doll? They all point to the white one. Which doll is the bad doll? They all point to the black one. It's something deeper. That's what I'm trying to say. It's not just about shitty people. This stuff has been ingrained in us. It's a part of our society. And it's it's a deeper problem. It's a deeper issue. It can't just be, it's a few bad apples. And Muhammad Ali said it. If there's... 10,000 snakes coming to me and I know that a thousand of those snakes aren't going to harm me. They're not going to do one thing to me. Is it dumb of me to shut the door to keep those snakes away from me? Or should I assume that those 1,000 snakes are going to build a wall so that 9,000 of those snakes can't get through and bite me? You can't assume that. So that's what but, I'm saying. But you can assume that. You can. Because you're talking about, putting this in the perspective you put it, there's a thousand snakes out there. You don't know if they'll harm you, correct? There's 10,000 snakes. 10,000 snakes. But you're sure that 1,000 of those snakes aren't going to harm you. Okay. So you should let all 10,000 of those snakes in? No. Exactly. So you shut the door. So, so what point are you arguing? That it's... Everything that's happening in this country is a part of a deeper agenda. It's something deeper. It's not just there's a few bad apples. I can agree with you that there are shitty people. Okay, yeah. And, and that there are a few bad apples. I, I do. I, but at I, the same time, I think it's a deeper issue. I do believe, you know, you know I believe this, that there's a deeper agenda going on. But for the sake of this, that's just conspiracy level because there's no proof on it. Or you will be told there's no proof on it. So, 
but there is proof. There's proof every day. But I'm just saying why it's is not it systematic. That, why is it that there's a picture of Kenosha, Black Lives Matter on one side, and there's a line of police, and it's protesters. It's not even rioters. There's a line of police in riot gear, and right on the other side of the street, it's all these Trump supporters with Trump hat, MAGA hats and Trump signs and this and that, and there's like maybe two cops over there, and they're not even in riot gear, and they have their backs faced to those people. You can't tell me it's not a deeper issue. That's because of what the media pushes, and that's also because that's just their assignment as police on where to go, and yeah, that's that's really shitty that their assignment would be go to one protest and not the other. But, but it, and it's not. But, it'd be so, diff- so you're it'd, telling so, it'd be different if it was like, okay, I'm ten miles away over here, and then you know, ten miles in the other direction is this our Trump protest or whatever. You know that these people are supporting Trump or they're anti Black Lives Matter or whatever the hell it is, whatever you want to call it, or whatever their protest may be. Uh, fuck it. Let's just say that they're protesting to save the birds, right? If they're down there and Black Lives Matter is over here, then okay, I can understand why the police are over on this side because this is what the media is pushing and this is where they're assigned to be. But they're right here. One is on this side of the street and one is on that side. I'm talking about like a 20 foot uh, width. Yes, a 20 foot gap in between the two. And on one side, it's full riot gear. And then the other side, it's like three cops in no riot gear with their backs face to those people. You can't tell me that's not proof. You can't tell me that there's not a deeper agenda. Yeah, the agenda is to make black people look like shit. Yes. And that's why I don't agree with And the thing is, that picture, that picture, I barely even saw black people. It was mostly white people. At the Black Lives Matter protest? Yes. Yeah, and that's also what pisses me off about this whole thing is... You want to call systematic racism. You want to call all this stuff. Oh, we need uh, uh, we need voices for the black people. Yet a lot of those people are fucking white. And I've expressed this before. You have as a white person, you can't tell me how I how I live. And you have no right to call me an Uncle Tom or anything because of how I live, because you're not in my skin. So you don't know how it is. So I think it's BS that you have all these white people because I've seen a picture. I saw a picture and somebody said, how is this not racism? And it was a white Black Lives Matter protester yelling at a black cop, spit in the cop's face, called them all types of names, right? But if that was the other way around, but but, but, but that wasn't racist because the, 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 the Black Lives Matter protester or the white person was a Black Lives Matter protester. That wasn't wrong. So this is that's my just this, no, basically that's just my whole problem with things. The media we, pushes shit that's that's not how it is. Yes, but we've discussed that before. You know where I stand. And on that. I do think that that's bad. I do think that that's racist. And like I said, like if you're a cop, if you're a black cop, you might not even want to be there. And that's what I'm saying. But you're saying this whole. But if that's your assignment, you have to be. You're there. saying all this is is systematic. But you said you want to be a cop. So when you then become a cop. Do I now have to fear you? No. When I'm in your presence, do I? If I'm this driving is, around this, is, this, this is why I, I want know, to be a If cop. I know there's a, a neighborhood you patrol specifically, if I'm driving around there, do I then have to fear my own brother? Because I'm like, fuck, he's part of the system now. He's gonna, he's going to shoot me on sight. I know if I, if my brother stops me and I pull out my cell phone, he's going to shoot me. 
do I then have to be scared of you? You see, you don't even know my reason as to why I want to be a cop. No, no, no. But the, fuck reason. Fuck reason. I'm, I'm talking about the system. You are now part of that system. You are now part of the, the system. But that I is racist. Told you, I already told you I don't view all cops as bad people. So then I th- you can't blame it on a systematic thing. Yes, you can. Well, then all police officers are bad people all because they're part of the system. Bad well, then it's not systematic. It is systematic. You see, it just one doesn't fit into the other. You can't say. Oh, you're saying it's you're saying it's systematic because of laws. But yeah. I've argued already that it's not systematic because to me, laws don't apply to me. But that's exactly we're we're just coming full circle now because laws is exactly what makes it systematic if there's nothing lawfully keep holding you back so then that's what i'm saying because there's no laws because there is quote no more jim crow because there is no three-fifths law then therefore the country isn't racist the system is not racist, is what yeah, you're arguing. Exactly. There's and racist. That's, that's people. not what I'm saying. The system that's, is not racist. That's not how it is, man. I don't see it like that. It's the, it's not a system thing. Then it's a it's a people thing. It is a systematic thing. My reason for wanting to be a cop is because I love to help people. That fire that broke out at those apartments, the uh, like a couple months ago. I told you that like my first instinct was to run towards it to see if everybody was out. I'm not a firefighter. I'm not supposed to be doing that shit. That shit could have killed me. But that was my first instinct because I want to help people. I know that within the community of cops, because it's like the military, there's a brotherhood. Just like football, it's a brotherhood. If I saw one of my boys doing something, which there's a lot of times, both high school and college, that I've seen my boys doing shit that they honestly should not have been doing. I'm not going to go and snitch on them. I'm going to try to cover for them as much as I can and try to divert anything away from them. It's a systematic thing. I want to become a cop because I believe that the only way to change it is to change it from within. I can't sit here. And complain if it's about a systematic it. thing, I'm sorry, but you becoming a cop does not mean shit to anything. I, I'm, I'm going to tell it as it is. You are not going to make any change within if it's a systematic thing. That's what you're you, not. That's what you might think. You're not. But it, one has, person. it has to start with somebody. It'd have to be you and a shit ton of other people. But And who's to say I can't get those other people? But it has to start somewhere. Why can't I be that change? Why, tell me why I can't be that change. Because you know, because will, cause you know, I will fucking prove you wrong. No, I know you won't prove me wrong. Tell me why I can't be that. I'm change. laughing at you because it's. I just don't. You're you're arguing like both sides, and it's just it's throwing my head for a loop. How am I arguing both sides? If I, don't I want get, to see change, you have to fucking change it within. Just like Lincoln said about the country that the only way this country is going to go down is from within. You think other countries can break us down? America, the fucking powerhouse? No. Exactly. So if I'm going to change the fucking system, I can't change it from the outside. What I'm saying is 
you're are you're saying that it's a deeper issue. It is it's, a deeper it's issue. It's deep. It's within. It's a systematic deep issue. One person is not going to change that. And if it's if it's truly this deep, dark agenda that they're pushing, you will end up dead. You will end up missing. You will disappear, or you'll just be fired, and your life will be made shit afterwards. Well, if that's how you see it, then that's how you see it. But that doesn't mean that I'm not going to try to do it. You can try, but that's what I'm saying. It's it's just not going to happen. If it's if it's this, think, if it's this big systematic thing, and that's why it, stay, it's it not stays in a fucking loop, and nobody wants to try to change it. When these fucking riots and protests and shit broke out, there's a lot of black people that just resigned from being cops. Yeah. And I don't think that they should have done that. And there's uh, if they wanted to see change, I think somebody should have had the fucking balls to stay and and try to create that change. But they don't. And our police force is too militaristic. And there's somebody I watched the video. This guy said I was actually a Marine before this and coming into the academy. It reminded me just of boot camp. Why? I don't think it should be like that. Even it's even if it's something as simple as trying to uh, create more ways to uh, diffuse a situation, more communication, you know, maybe less lethal force. Instead of using a chokehold, how about we learn other submissions? Because there's ways to submit people in other ways than doing a chokehold. And that's what they're doing. They're starting to, and you know, I agree with I agree on you with this that it is militaristic and it needs to change because then you, you have these veterans and stuff. You have these people thrown into the police academy and become police officers that don't know any other way. So when they're handled with situations like this, their mind goes to, you know, extensive force. And I don't agree with that. Well, what but about more education? I do believe if, that police need I, more if education. I wanna, if I want to become a lawyer, I got to go to school for eight years to be a lawyer. But you're telling me I only got to go through six months of a police academy training and to protect. I, and you think I have enough knowledge of the law to enforce that? Yeah, that, that's what I'm saying. That I, I, I do agree with you on that. And so that's what I'm saying. Like, but I'm not, that's I'm not my, saying I'm going to go in there and fucking demolish, or, like, demolish the uh, fucking police force and I'm going to create a whole new reform and I'm going to start a whole new police force. And this, no, dude. I understand my limits. I, I, I'm a fucking realist. But to say that I can't go in there and try to make some kind of change is ludicrous to me. Because even the smallest change is a fucking change. I'm not saying I'm going to go in there and spill all the secrets of the police force and this and that and yada yada yada. But just like that cop had his fucking knee on George Floyd's neck. So you do think the police force is racist? You just think that there are good people that are within that police force? Yes. See, to me, that just makes no sense because I feel like if the police force is racist and they're learning these racist techniques and stuff that are clearly ra- racial, you don't have, I don't think that, you know, apparently quote unquote, all these black men are dying by at the hands of police officers and then the system to, for them not to learn stuff that are, that is, uh, explicitly towards race so if you think the police force is racist and they are learning things explicitly towards race then why do we have all these good police officers and that are not racist and that are minorities and stuff that just makes no sense to me 
that that makes no sense that i don't see if i went toward if i went to a an academy of some sort and in this academy they're teaching explicitly racial solutions to problems that is unbiased towards the race that i am or that is unbiased towards minorities i'm not going to stay i'm i'm just not i'm going to take that information i'm going to do something with it i'm not going to stay and then become a police officer for 12 years or 25 years because then to okay, me that means it can just... be argued the same in the medical profession like in the medical profession you're telling me the medical profession is, is racist. racist yes oh lord have mercy we're gonna we're gonna <laughs> no that's gonna have to be for another time dude in the medical profession is racist because back then they were taught that black people can withstand more pain than white people so on average black women are less likely to get an epidural during pregnancy black people are less likely to receive painkillers from a doctor because it's like this fucking thing that black people just tolerate more pain i don't agree with that at all we've seen mom in the hospital she gets as many painkillers as she's asked for and that she asked for that's because she fucking asked for because she knows what to ask for you're telling me if somebody's in pain they're not going to ask for painkillers they, if they now know what to fucking ask for. Hey, Doc, is there anything that can help me with this pain? They're not going to give you the good shit. They're not going to give you fucking Dilaudid. Yeah, that, that Mom shit. Mom knows what to ask for because we've grown up in a medical family. Dilaudid will fuck you up. Agree to disagree? Agree to disagree. All right. Thank you for joining us on another episode of Bonfire Radio. Don't forget that if you join in on our conversations on Twitter, Instagram, or on our website, send us feedback. You'll be entered into a drawing to win a free Bonfire Radio t-shirt. Not only will joining the top, <laughs> not only will joining the conversation enter you into that drawing, but stuff like making a post, tagging us on Instagram at Bonfire Radio Pod, or tagging us on Twitter at Bonfire Radio underscore or bonfire underscore radio, you will also be entered into that drawing. And for this week, our winner is drumroll. The yeah, about that podcast. Uh, we have this, these two guys, Joe audio and Paco Hernandez. Uh, they, they have the, yeah, they have the yeah about that podcast which they review other podcasts on they you know dm'd me and they were put into the drawing and they won so that bonfire radio t-shirt will be sent to you guys uh after we've reached out to you and you know that's really all we got for you guys tonight thank you guys for listening again uh, spread the word tell a friend and that friend tell a friend uh the more listeners we get on here, the more interaction, uh, the better the conversation can flow. We love to have conversations with you guys. Read what you guys want, uh, what you guys say. Possibly bring in some topics that you guys want to talk about as well. Uh, just keep spreading love and positivity. And thank you for listening. Bonfire Radio, the only bonfire you can enjoy indoors. <laughs>